You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. This podcast has been brought to you by Cuts by Candice. Candice Gist is a hairstylist that listens to your needs and will work with you to get the right look for you. With 18 years of experience, Candice is the premier stylist that I trust with my look. And right now, if you mention this ad when you make an appointment from now until the end of February 2019 and give our promo code GEEKOUT, you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts underscore Candice on Instagram and start looking the best you, you can. How's it going today here at the Imperial Valley Comic Con? Hi, it's going good. Is this your first time tabling at a Comic Con with the jewelry that you do? Yes. Yeah. I've, I've done trade shows and stuff like that, um, at street fairs, all sorts of random stuff like that before, but yeah, first time at Comic Con in general. Yeah. Yeah. Like any, any, any like nerdy gathering? It's your any, first time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like every year I, I tell myself I'm going to sign up for the San Diego Comic Con, and then every year the date just comes and goes and I forget. Uh, so it's a, a nice little ease into the the whole the, the whole scene, the commission yeah, experience. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what what exactly is it that you do? Where can people find you on the internet? Before I get too crazy into things. So on the internet, uh, my website's jcbtthejeweler.com, uh, and then it's jeweler with two L's, kind of okay. like the British way of doing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's, it just looked fancier, so this fair. So I went I went that route, okay. um, and then uh, I have a jewelry store in North Park, San Diego. Okay. So, um, what, is there a certain? Is it JCVT for the store? So for the store, I'm actually inside of my. So I'm a store within a store. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm inside of Presley and Co., which is uh, a fine jewelry store, and then my studios in there. Oh, and I kind of kind of partner with them. Okay. Yeah. Um, so out, out of the jewelry that you have made, uh, what is it that you specialize in doing most? Um, I specialize in engagement rings. So that's that's what I got started learning. I mean, when I did my apprenticeship, mm-hmm. that's that's what it was for was engagement rings. Yeah. So gold and diamonds okay. is what I specialized in. Um, so um, when when someone comes to you with 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 this like, grand idea, since you're doing something custom, yeah. Um, like, what, what is it that you want to find out? What what goes into how you decide to design the ring? Uh, I wanna I wanna know what their daily life is like. Um, whether they're whether they have an office job and they're just sitting on a keyboard because then we can do something a lot more delicate, a lot finer. If they're a rock climber, then I I, I direct the design towards that lifestyle so that they don't have this, this giant stone hanging out there to get caught on something or um, so just what, what their lifestyle is like. Okay. And uh, then I, I cater to that. Uh, so uh, since, since you're doing jewelry and then sometimes you're, you're going to implement different uses of stones or anything, uh, is there anyone who asks for a certain stone because of uh, the holistic healing kind of stuff? Um, it's like like they they want like quartz in there because it helps them with stress. Generally, uh, I've gotten that re- that um, for like fashion jewelry. Okay, but if when we're talking about engagement rings, it's usually it's the traditional stones. That makes sense. Yeah. So if if they do want to do some sort of healing or like healing stone or something to that nature um we'll go sapphires we'll go something a little a little 
away from diamond, but not too far. Yeah, yeah. still still classy. Exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so, what, what's the uh, the most ambitious project that you've gotten to work on? And like, aside from like any engagement rings or anything like that? Um, probably just. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I don't know if someone was like, I really want this uh, something where it's like uh, silver and gold folded into each other and wrapped around. Oh, I know. Something that comes to mind is, so a client brought in their great grandmother's ring uh-huh. from like 1910 or something like that, and the thing was absolutely thrashed, but there was a lot of sentimental value to it, and so the the pressure was to restore this old platinum diamond ring mm-hmm. that they just absolutely valued above everything um, not destroy it not not reshape try, it or anything yeah just try to just rebuild it because it was it looked like it had gone through a, a garbage disposal Goodness. so there was there was a lot of restoring to do a lot of there was just a lot of work yeah and that was pretty tough because to, to begin with platinum's a, a tricky metal to work with mm-hmm. um, and there's just a lot of fine detail work there was I was following in the footsteps of whatever craftsman made that in 1910 or 1915. That'd be an interesting one to get to do. Yeah. Did, did they have any kind of like history on the ring where you got to know no, who made it before? No. Ah, that would have been so cool. Uh, the, the, the most knowledge I, or the most information I had about it was that it was the great-grandmothers and it's it was still with us. Yeah. So. Did, did you, um, so at the end of it, was it something that you were excited to have done? Like the oh, restoration yeah. process? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a huge challenge and and it took me maybe three weeks of goodness like I spread it apart I, I did like four hours a day something mm-hmm. like that because it, it gets exhausting sitting yeah. there just under a microscope just looking at all the little pieces and cutting and filing and doing all that um, so I, I took my time with it and just that at the very end it was it was rewarding because it it was something that I wasn't I was pushing my limits at the time and I didn't know if I could a hundred percent successfully do it or not yeah and when it was done and it, it looked brand new it was it was exciting it was fun it was so, so when you do something like that do you um, you said that you had to file things down to take out I'm assuming like large gouges and things like that yeah do, do you file something down and then reuse that metal with the the ring that's under that or what do you do for the restoration um process? no usually once you file it's 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 gone okay so it's just it's kind of powder that either Depending on how how fine you file something, it'll it'll just kind of just, just blow away dust dust in the wind. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's definitely you have, you have to think about what you're removing before you remove it. Yeah. Because once it's done, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it was uh, for for that one in particular. It was gold throughout. Gold 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 and platinum. You said it was platinum. Just just platinum. Uh huh. Okay. The I whole, see why that whole, was more complicated. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> super expensive metal, super tricky metal to work with. Yeah, and it shows every single bit of like the scarring or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. But it was it was a fun ring. I I, I like working with platinum. Okay. It keeps things exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, are there any specific jewelry trends that you've seen? that you either appreciate that are that you wish people did more or any, something that you don't understand why anyone does this whatsoever um so there's there's a type of stone setting called invisible set okay where the way you set the stone is you you cut little channels underneath okay. away from from the the visual plane on top and when you set it it sets in these channels that are hidden away 
done right, it's really beautiful. But most of the time, it's like made in China stuff that they just kind of they sort of figured out how to do it, yeah. and they just threw it together, and it's just, it's the worst stuff to work on. It's just like someone like put something in a little a small like a CNC, exactly. And, they just yeah. and they're like, all right, that works. It's, <laughs> it's not moving for now. <laughs> like it'll last through the six month guarantee that we saw. Exactly, <laughs> it'll last sixty one days on the sixty guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, how, how do you feel about things? Uh, so there's the the rings um, that you see more now, or someone has a stone that's like uh, more internal, so it's essentially touching their skin uh-huh. on the inside of a band. Is that something that you've gotten to work with at um, all? I've, I've done that where I've set stones on the inside of the ring so that, that it, it is making contact. Um, uh, it's a cool design. Yeah. It's not something that I really tend to go towards. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I like I like designs where the metal is more the focus, where you're, you're having designs engraved or you have the metal shaped in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like design-heavy pieces yeah. that, that do include stones, but as far as like stones having like a physical um, like contact with the person as, as like the design cue. Yeah, um, it's, it, like, it, it's okay. The things yeah. you have here certainly have more of like filigree and different stuff going on. Yeah. Um, so for the, the jewelry that you that you have here and that you've decided that like is your favorite kind of design yeah. is that something you you always gravitated towards something that has more detail um i guess it it the more amount of detail has developed as as i just get better <clears throat> as I, I as i feel more comfortable with carving and, and setting stuff um then my pieces get more and more detailed yeah. I mean, I, I the other day I looked at one of my pieces that I did ten years ago, and oh man, it was I, I hid that thing away. I I don't even want to look at it, but it's it's a good reminder to see where I started. And at that time, I thought it was absolutely detailed, and I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And now I look back and think, oh my god, I, it's like I, I will uh, never show this to anybody. No, that, that is hiding. That is yeah. in the archives. <laughs> I, so I, I draw, and recently I had to put together a course where I was teaching people different art things. Yeah. And I did the exact same thing where I was going through like old files. I was like, oh, I wonder what I can show people for stuff. Yeah. And a bunch of this, I was like, well, I mean, I could show them these drawings as a solid example of what not to do. Exactly. I just didn't show them. It's shameful. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's embarrassing, but it's it's nice to be able to see that you did get better. Mm-hmm. So. That's true. Yeah. I don't think you'd want to look at your things and think I've done this exact same thing for 30 years. No. You so. you you wanna you wanna see development. You wanna see improvement. Yeah. Uh, for, for yourself, um, is there something that you like to do that you wish you got more requests for? Um. Or like even just like a pie in the sky dream. I guess I I've been doing a lot of stuff with pave diamonds, I, and I so like pave setting is, it's the. I don't have any. It's it's where you set the really tiny diamonds okay. over the surface of. Um, I don't know, like if, if you're making a pendant of an apple or something mm-hmm. and you want to cover it in stones, that's that's kind of what the technique is, is pave. It's recessed into it? Uh-huh. Okay. So it's basically it's the surface of the said apple is just all of these little beads of metal holding all of these little stones in place. And it's just a nice, even plane. It just end up like almost like essentially smooth, like you can run your finger over yeah. the thing? Uh-huh. Hmm. So I, I, I like doing stuff like that where you, you do get... Um, like let's say someone orders a lion pendant 
and they want it to be like yellow. So then I would use either like yellow sapphires or yellow diamonds to cover the whole surface in that color to, to just bring that lion pendant a little a little more bring a little more life. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the different color shows is a nice touch for it. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Um, I guess uh, it like what what's that point right now that you think uh, if I just do this thing, I've made it. Like what is is there any certain goal that you have or anything? I I want to make a, a pendant for like Lil Wayne or someone like that. That would definitely so, be a good one. <laughs> is, now, would you prefer to do it for Lil Wayne or, or, or someone like maybe like like Two Chains or ASAP Rocky who has like a real like like fashion sense? Any of them. Just, yeah, any, of any of them. Yeah. You heard it here. <laughs> just reach out, guys. Yeah. Let me know. I'm in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess uh, is there anything that you'd want to say to anyone if they were looking for jewelry? Uh, like, like, would you want to, like, tell them to come to you rather than someone else for any particular reason? Oh, I would love everyone to come to me for jewelry. <laughs> um, but if you're looking for jewelry, just get, get like if you go to a store, get to know either the the person that is trying to sell it to you. Uh, find out how they how they get it manufactured. Um, there's there's a few stores that I've seen around like the San Diego, LA area mm-hmm. that they'll they'll have the jeweler on site. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool to just meet the guy who's gonna make your jewelry mm-hmm. instead of just going to like a box store that just orders it from some giant manufacturer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's cool to, to meet the artist and get to know like who's making it. Yeah, yeah. you get like a special experience. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the interview. Oh, and thank I hope you. That you. Enjoy the rest of your con. Likewise. Have a good one. <laughs> yeah. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. This podcast has been brought to you by Cuts by Candice. Candice Gist is a hairstylist that listens to your needs and will work with you to get the right look for you. With 18 years of experience, Candice is the premier stylist that I trust with my look. And right now, if you mention this ad when you make an appointment from now until the end of February 2019 and give our promo code GEEKOUT, you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts underscore Candice on Instagram and start looking the best you you can. <laughs>